which one of us has biodysmorphia? My name is Rafi. Which one of us has biodysmorphia? Oh, that's my cue. Hi, it's the new pair. <laughs> yeah, welcome and to the podcast. I have dysmorphia of many kinds, not just related to the body. Welcome to season six of Wait to Do a Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about dysmorphia, the word. What does it mean? And is it being thrown around way too commonly? This is episode six, so we have to go hard. You know what I'm saying? We have to give it to the people. Season six, episode six. So now, speaking of sixes. Um, Your penis size. (laughs) Penises size. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah. It's just double. It's multiple. Inside you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Welcome, everyone. So. We have something different, like announcements to make. Um, one of which, <laughs> ooh, you don't you don't know any announcements, Raph. You oh, look surprised. I, I, I have one, but you're not in drag right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the room. My announcement is that I'm not in drag. Shocker! I don't do the podcast every time I drag. But another announcement is that on November 18th, you can come see yours truly at Songbird for a friendsgiving, a drag friendsgiving featuring comedy, poetry. Uh, lip syncing, and of course yours truly. So you get to see Rhea and Raffi. And we also want to, um, if we didn't say in the last episode, we want to say thank you all who came out to the gag party. We got to set out another amazing event. Um, the costume contest, the lip syncs. <sighs> Most importantly, thank you to everyone who came to support us that is in our lives, that really just shows our love and always like shows up and comes through. And as a professional, I will always say, I heard this recently in the drag show, to the people that were there that are in the scene, working the scene, and getting their money and getting their coin, show up to the gig, you're going to be at the next gig. That's how the world works, so thank y'all so much for, again, building that community and building that network also. Shout out to the people that are left sober. Shout out to the people that didn't throw up in the bathroom. Ooh, ooh, if you're listening, I, um, well, shame on you. Shame, shame on, on you. you. Someone had to clean that. They were not paid to do that. Refi had to literally get on his hands at ease and clean that. Like, you, you really... said lick it up, <laughs> little, little piggy. <laughs> I did to all my men's. <laughs> all. All. Um, so it was really fun. I got to dress up. It was a really chill space. There was music playing. <laughs> There's not music playing now. <laughs> There's not play. you, you. <laughs> and, uh, I, I love the music. I, I love do love. I the do love. I, I love music too. <laughs> 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 so welcome to DC's Messiest Podcast. My name is Rafi Bazar. I'm with DC's Best Box in Paris. <laughs> you know, I'm just responding. <laughs> but what we're not living for is this new announcement of World Pride. So okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. News Corner. Yeah, News Corner is about World Pride because. It's so great that DC, which is this really queer, like, episode, you know what I mean? Like, this really queer space gets to host World Pride because there are so many amazing spaces here. But, see, DC is, like, two miles long. You know what I mean? Where are we holding all these people? We we can't function right now as it is in our city. Traffic jams, life is terrible, things breaking down. So, imagine having the world here. DC versus the world? <laughs> <laughs> the world UK. I'm leaving. Where you your world pride? I'm leaving. Um, that is my biggest concern. I'm like, do do we we obviously are a city that can house, but as far as like in my opinion, in the gay scene, the gay scene as of right now can't even handle the good bars cannot handle the capacity. But again, maybe the <laughs> bars that don't get much like Kiki and G- Dirty Goose, like those bars can probably have a moment on the. Like, Did uproar like re? 
Um, Pave their ceiling. Pave yeah, girl. Yeah, uh, baby's going everywhere around Twitter. It's just like, I really feel like it's going to be chaos. Chaos. I'm just going to make a recommendations. Um, Luckily, it's not to 2025. So we yeah. have some three years to prepare yeah. to leave the city. Um, <laughs> yeah, to produce something. To make some money, bitch. Yeah. Well, we're, if we if we have World Pride and we're doing Gag Party, the fourth annual Gag Party, it's probably going to be... A gag party. We're probably going to do a party Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We're going to get our fucking money. Cut that out. For charity. <laughs> <laughs> charity. They'll edit it out. Yeah. No, they won't. Capitalism. <laughs> no, I, I don't do gag for the money. I do gag for the, the celebration. Um, applause. <laughs> no, but going back to World Pride, um, it's really cool that, you know, Capital Pride and all the people that are involved in the city, again, because you have to do a proposal to get World Pride. Like, it doesn't just happen to your city. Um, so there's a lot of people that work so hard to get this. Like, it's like at the Olympics, right? Like, World Pride, we're hosting. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? Is it going to be rainbows everywhere? Does everybody in the now DMV area have to accept queerness in rainbows for the like that time of place? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you trying to get out of World Pride? Does every RuPaul's Drag Race girl come there? Is RuPaul still going to be around doing Drag Race? These are a lot of questions. Um, I'm not. I'm going to take day, day one day. But first of all, first of all, for some reason, life has gone by so fast that I, when I saw 2025, I was like, "Oh, that's next year." It did not hit me. That was like two, three years ago. Uh, three, two, three years into the future, and I was like, "What?" Right, because math is essential, kid. Stay in school. Going. <laughs> uh, thank you, <laughs> Counselor Nunu, um, who just diagnosed. <laughs> Selena Gomez with schizophrenia. She diagnosed herself with schizophrenia. Uh, get the transcripts. <laughs> Moving on to My Mind and Me, the Selena Gomez documentary, which was a really brave um, confessional moment for Selena Gomez to reveal her struggles with mental health over a six-year span from 2016 to 2022. Like I'm a really big Selena Gomez fan now. Well, I was then, and then you know I, the way we just watched the first thirty minutes of that documentary. We are you and even me. I would say there now. I'm like, damn, this bitch it's is relatable. She's entertaining. They're relatable. Like, very relatable. Like her anxiety is our anxiety, right? And sometimes you know when you're not a performer, I think about that a lot of times because you know obviously I got my counselor and I have a whole you know different life outside of wait don't do it. Thank God. And I, <laughs> thank God, yes, it's just a joke, just a joke. Um, and I think about like when you perform, like it's a whole different skill set, it's a different mentality. It's like wow, you perform in real life, and people come and people cheer, and having being like someone like Selena having to do tours all around the world every night and having to be perfect because you know if you're not, then they're gonna write about you and it's gonna be terrible. Like it's it's a lot, and you know I I, I definitely understand the pressure and all the emotions that would come with it. Even the direction of the documentary, I'm like, oh yeah, I can feel her. Anxiety. It reminds me of I'm gonna date myself. What was oh my god, what was the show? It was a dear, it was a dear diary. You remember on MTV that they would follow around a celebrity for like a day and they'd be like this like diary confessional thing. You are dating yourself because I barely know what you're talking about. I know. Um, uh, well, you didn't have a cable back then. I'm poor. I was poor. Yeah, I was living in um, government housing. Oh, oh, me on the podcast. Go ahead. Um. Rafi didn't have people right there. <laughs> so I, I don't I just don't want people to like think that I'm old because you no, no, didn't no, have something. No, I don't know what you're talking about actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I knew what made was. Made it was like that but before. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Yeah. I want you to talk about something while I look up Dear, Dear Diary because I need you to see Dear this. Dear Diary. Um, if y'all want a good romp, please look up Dear Diary music video in your new Paris. Um, she's under tables. She's shaking tables. And she's, I directed she's, that. She's even a ghost at that moment, at that point. Did you direct it? <laughs> you pointed. <laughs> you, told, you said, point the camera there. <laughs> Poppy, um, point the camera there. Oh, it's called Diary. It was MTV's Diary. Okay, that sounds familiar, but like not. Like I remember Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a series like that where they would go around and kind of do these confessional moments. Like, oh, and I'm prank a- celebrities. No, but celebrities confess like everything is terrible because I'm tired all the time. Or like it's not that glamorous. Oh. So I I kind of lived, but it was kind of like cringy. Some of the moments because like seeing another human being vulnerable is cringy, right? Um, it's not cringy. I guess not like in a real way, but like as another human, you're kind of like, you know. It just strikes you as a lot, but I think also, I think that a lot of us can relate to like, at least I, I, I can like, I see what she's feeling. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can definitely see myself if I was having the pressure of millions and being the most followed, like you said, person on Instagram at the time. That would be, like, so overwhelming. That's a lot of pressure. I mean, I sometimes I feel pressure, but, like, you know, I'm able to, like... And you only have 5 million followers, so, like, yeah, imagine. it's crazy. It's crazy. Look, look if, if, if you're not a follower yet, follow now. But, you know, this. No, yeah, so it, it, it's, like, definitely, like, jarring. I love the, like, warnings, the multiple warnings before the True movie. because, honey, she, she don't want to trigger anybody. She don't want to trigger herself when she wa- rewatches it. Get your helmets. It's your helmets. Yeah, it's all right. If y'all want to see, honestly, we should have a Patreon of us watching shows so we can just show the public how awful Nunu is. Um, Out Nunu for being the meanest queen in the scene. Um, let's just say that if it was 2004 and it was Nunu Paris and Cena Gomez, they would be in Yo Mama. Yo mama doing jokes back and forth. Yes. And it was so bad, wasn't it? Oh my god, that was such a good show too. Wilmer Valderrama, that groomer. Ew, Ooh. he's weird, yeah. I don't trust it. But also, Leonardo DiCaprio, let's be clear. I mean, all your faves, honestly. Not my faves. I, I do not claim her. That You're the one that's like, ooh, I loved him getting attacked by a bear. Um. First of all, don't act like Leonardo DiCaprio could not have gotten it at some point. In when the- I was, I guess, what ten? Yeah, he could have definitely gotten it. Apparently, that was his because he was that, that was his cutest when he was in Titanic. And not Django Unchained. Don't remember him like that. Like I don't like. I... And not Wolf of Wall Street. No, he's like he looked like that was Rihanna era, right? Like no, okay. There's other people. John Hamm. Call me John. Hamm. Hell, see, I think John Hamm's ugly. He has a big dick though. His face is, like, so weird. Well. I don't like it. I don't like it. A big dick and a weird face is very charming, honestly. Well, you heard it here first. If you want to holler at Raffi, which I know you do. Um, holler at me. I know you know me. Holler at me. I know you know me. Per our last episode, big dicks are just a commodity, so don't expect a relationship. <laughs> you did say that last episode. Yeah. To be clear. To be clear. Make sure that douche water clear. Exasperated. It's traumatic, honestly. I cannot. I cannot. Is is that something that you would make as a scientist in the world? Like, it's something that could just, like, douche you out that you could just, like, take right before and in five minutes? Some of these girls really are just made to do it. And that's why, like, I know that that's why I just 
just genetically, I'm not made to do that constantly because I, I've tried. Is anyone made to do it constantly? Well, I mean, like I said, some people that I've been fooling or I fooled around with before, they just, and then apparently some of them have really pink, pretty pink pussies. Paint the town pussy pink. Yes. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, like some of these girls really just are ready whenever it happens. And I'm like, I could not be that for somebody. I think you could. No. Just put it on the bag of chips. And then my, and then my stomach's turning all the time? No. Just like don't eat the whole time. No. Before. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. I will say, just in case this orange theory instructor is listening, is this orange theory instructor? Is an instructor at Orange Theory. Orange Theory is a gym thing where you Actually, can Actually, he's so messy because I may be working there. I'm not going to say it, but he's so cute. I'm not going to say his name. Yeah. But um, it sounds like you're going back to your fitness your fitness journey. I mean, you, when we first started the podcast. Well, no, that's not true. When we first started the video podcast in season three, you were in, a, in the midst of being very into fitness. You were working out constantly um you get haircuts Shame. <laughs> 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 halfway through the podcast you, you watched what you ate hey. halfway, halfway through the podcast <laughs> when no one was watching us you had it together you were looking like hot and fine and poppy and everything but now you're like giving like wolf of wall street daddy bear um no um i will say i think now that i've been outside of toxic spaces like Vita. Um, like I said, I went to a, I, I did the orange street class recently and it was really fun, really good. I was very, like, I didn't, I zoned out even at some points. Like, it was really good. To, How do like, you zone out while hurting You're your not body. thinking about, you're not thinking about anything. Like your but body's hurting. Like, I liked orange street also because they let you just, it's almost like you're working out in a gym while someone's coaching you. And you just have to listen to music. If you know how to work out, it's like someone's paying you. To, like you're cheap. You're paying a cheap personal training session because I just got my shit together. Cute little boy who was like training the, the the class was telling me what to do. I was working it, and it's like they have the like your heart rate on the screen. It's pretty. It reminds me of like V days too in that sense. But no one's like competing. No one's engaging in that. It's just like for you to see. That sounds. Just you would like... hate it, but. I highly recommend it. That's why I'm excited to start teaching it because I could really see myself just doing that and staying consistent because I realized that I've been having a lot of anxiety lately because I haven't been honing in to the things that I used to do before the pandemic that would really bring me joy, like... Working out. Working out. And, like, I hate working out, but I also like working out. It's a love and hate thing. When I'm happy, I love working out, but when I'm in my ruts, I hate working out. I, I just don't like... I don't know. I have a relationship with working out that is probably not that healthy. Walking around, walking around school. Yeah. Oh, you take you take your ten thousand steps. I'm not gonna take that away from you, right? You don't. That's someone who. I mean, I think as long as I manage like a thousand a day. I want you to know, I have not worked out heavily, like heavily. I, I mean, I do my cycle classes. Those are pretty rigorous. But heavy workout, I have not done. Like, heavy, heavy workout where I'm not in control of my my burn in over, like, a year, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And I kept up in that Orange Theory class. I was the hardest working person in that room, by the way. But, like, my shit was, like, splat points out the galore, working my magic there. So, like, I will say, once you build a, a repertoire with working out, you just stay at a certain fitness level. And I think I, that's what I recommend. 
Because if you don't use it, you lose it. I absolutely agree with that. Like, you definitely, if you don't use it, you lose it. But, like, I just feel like me hurting my body in a, it's room, not hurting. a, a room full of people I don't know and then it being displayed on screen for people. AMB to see would not be, like, my go-to like experience like i would definitely rather eat a bag of chips <laughs> me too you... <laughs> i'm not a girl that throws people like throws working out because that doesn't have to be i just hate when it's people's personalities i'm no, sorry yeah 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 yeah. i me too you know what? i don't care what anyone says i just feel like it would be a deal breaker in a relationship if my partner was like i have to go to the gym yeah i agree <laughs> I, well like i said no well okay. like no 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 i don't i don't agree like, do not go to the gym multiple times a week because that means that multiple times a week you're not with me. Oh, I do not agree with that. Because, it, who, because well, no, no, oh, that's unhealthy, toxic. So you're, to you're, you're, <laughs> that's their outlet. When that's their outlet you're gonna, to, you're to get away from you. Get away from me. <laughs> Maybe I'm learning these behaviors from you. Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> no. Um. I mean, I just feel like why do a nigga got to be somewhere five hours a week that's not with me outside of work? <laughs> so in addition to the forty hours. <laughs> In addition to the 40 hours, you're going to spend five to seven a week outside of our relationship. You could work out together. <laughs> Dude, I really have to when, when would they have time for me? You could, what, what, I think you would be a psycho girl. If anything, I think you no, would be a psycho girl. No, no. Where am I going? Nowhere. And I don't like the idea of going nowhere either. But if the, the music is right and everything, you're going to get into it. I mean, like I said, I was pumping in that class yesterday. And I wanted to go tomorrow. I might go. I, 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 um, I had a gym here in my apartment building for the last, going on six years I've lived here. Mm-hmm. And I have used it. For working out, probably less than four. Four. I've, I've counted them. Probably less than ten times. Four. I've counted. Four. It's been like ten times. I'm like, yeah, she's doing it again. Because there was definitely like five times for real, and then like two random times. So like less than ten in six years. And I love walking. I love performing in drag. I love uh, yoga. Yeah. Love. Meditation. You're lucky you have good genetics because your legs are so strong. You really have like. That's because I did karate when I was little. Okay, so you have some face to work out, but you hated it, of course. Because if I hated karate, you hated karate. Oh, wait, I love karate. I'm like tacking the anime girl. I was like, come on, bitches. <laughs> Woo! Oh, that's why she's a boxer. I love you like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, so that should be your fitness outlet then. You should be. Go- I should fight bitches. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> No, some of y'all be in self defense classes getting whopped up. <laughs> it can't be me, girl. It can't be me. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, I, can't, I can't leave with scars. I can't leave with bruises. I can't leave hurt. Not just not at this point in my life. You hurt enough people with your words. <laughs> you do. You do. You cut deep. You cut deep. You cut deep. You make people not want to post about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. No, but go back to your fitness journey. So, <coughs> why, after all these years, have you decided to go back to um, go back to caring about your body? Well, it's, a, it's multiple things. First of all. Crochet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's. It's shady, and this morphe is coming back to me now. It's all coming back I'll to me now. <laughs> um, I would not say any of this because I'm still getting. I'm still, first of all, 
I'm still giving in this state of mind. And I've been, I feel more confident in my body than I do, like I said a couple episodes ago. Did that come with like age or just like? Age, but also being away from places like Vita that were just very hypersexual, hyper like white and not pushing of this kind of body and culture where my body was never going to be good enough. So now that I'm not in those spaces and I'm able to go to other workout spaces and see how strong I can be and feel, it just makes everything feel so much better. But I realize now, being away from it for so long, that I've been having anxiety uh, that I used to not feel. And so I decided to go back into... It's also... I'm also, you know, approaching an age where you don't want to have a heart attack at 29 or something, you know? Luckily, you're past that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you are close to being Jesus. Also. And luckily, he won't real. Uh, <laughs> with the hair, Jesus is real. With that hair. Right? Jesus says yes to that weave. <laughs> yes. Jesus says yes. Um, now, I I love the idea of being healthy. You? you know, obviously, I've talked about HelloFresh. I've yes. talked about... Not sponsored yet. No, but I've talked about, you know, cooking meals consistently throughout the week that are healthy and... And worrying about those kind of intakes. But in terms of, like, working out, yeah, you're right. Like, I do have kind of, like, aversion. Because it's just, like, annoying to me. I don't know what it is. But, like, that Do you idea- feel like your body is able? Like, you feel... Does, does being able-bodied make you feel confident? I just feel like drag has made me more confident in my body. Okay. So, being an artistic outlet... Towards like no, 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 no. I think because drag is like fake, so like you know, if I feel bad about something, I can just buy it, put some titties on, buy a pad, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have to be like versus like your real body when you're using your real body. It's like I can't do anything unless I actually work out, which is like super lame. So, so the moral is surgery. Super super no, it's super late, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Like go. Have a ballroom dance class. Use volleyball. I used to, you know, me and Rappy met on a volleyball court. Yeah. Little people know this. Rappy met on a volleyball court. No, we just said this at least every season. No, no. We You've said no. it already once this season. No, no. We met on a volleyball court. And I... Episode six, quick, I do you remember what you were wearing? If you do, then someone was thinking about me. You don't remember what I was wearing? A mean mug. <laughs> <laughs> and no shoes. <laughs> so you were wearing all black. Yeah, I'm sure I was. In the summer, lies. You were? You had these little black shorts. And a little black shirt. <laughs> black shirt. And a whole lot of naivete. Naivety? Yeah. Okay. You're shading me right now. About how the world works. Okay. And I brought you in. We talked about Drag Race. You brought me in. I said, come play on my team. No, you didn't. Because <laughs> I'd <be> close. <laughs> and we stood next to each other and I said, yeah, Drag Race, Drag Race, Drag Race. And then here we are. Should we hold hands? <laughs> <laughs> and here we are after all these years. Um, and there was that one time where that party where you just wore like a white shirt but no pants. Oh, yeah, because that was uh, risky business. Yeah. And you had stuff on your face. That wasn't that night. That was a Halloween party. It was a Halloween party. Don't talk about that night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he saw my first drag. 
<laughs> In all seriousness, I think that being healthy is definitely the focus. You know, I had I had a student share with me that during the pandemic, they limited their intake to only a thousand calories a day, um, as oh. to not you know go over a certain amount um, and to not gain a lot of weight. And I just thought about being so young and counting calories and feeling that way at such an early age and how with Instagram, social media in general, you know, the kids, generations at an early age start comparing themselves. Yes. Um, and they already just kind of, <coughs> they already kind of just feel automatically not good enough because they don't mm-hmm. look, have the brow, the eye, the lip, the hair, that's all not real. At least we had a real <laughs> sense of, I mean, it was a really, uh, we were told that blonde and pretty and skinny with no ass was pretty at the time, but bare bones was a Like, it was really just like dying hair. It wasn't, no like, was, it wasn't like, that was the big thing, like, you dyed your hair. You weren't modifying your face on, on, on a platform. You weren't changing your face. You were definitely pigeon, pretending like you were walking around pigeon toed and selfie there. Right. You might have added a sparkle or a Hello Kitty sticker to a picture that was already, you know, terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> that 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 was it, you know. So they it they have, feel overwhelming. So it feels really overwhelming for them to live up the standards because they don't feel good enough. But now they're in the age of body positivity, so does it work? I mean, you have to mix. I mean, it's both because you have to live with both. Like we we are body positive. Like I feel great about my body now. Yeah, I'm more comfortable. I think anyone should be confident with their body. Do what you want. Live your life. But at the same time. As a drag artist, specifically, if I see another skinny artist, I feel a type of way because even at, like, the Halloween party, we know people who are super skinny and can find a random dress they found last minute and look just as decent as everyone else. And solely based on the fact that they're just skinny, not the fact that they care or they're talented or blah, 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 blah. Not that it shouldn't matter, but, you know, it still feels like the comparison, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Or even just a comparison for, like, financially, you know, especially with, like, drag race. Like, you spend so much money to do everything right, and you have to keep up appearances. So you look at them, and as a drag artist, you're like, I should look like this person who has spent $60,000, even though they weren't doing that when they were where I am in their Mm -hmm. career, you know? So those are the comparisons that that I kind of deal with. But I'm I'm fortunate that I find healthier avenues. I'm going to go... Maybe Raffi will join me. Actually, I'm going to put this on the podcast so maybe to see if he joins me. I'm inviting Raffi to join me on a trail, mm-hmm. a nature trail. Mm-hmm. Um, on Sunday when you know. On Monday. Know. On Monday. It's on Monday. Okay. On Monday. So that he can um, experience black history. Mm-hmm. So that he can exercise. And so that I can also feel healthy about myself. Are you are you willing for to take that challenge to track each other on my fitness app? Remember <laughs> we used to do that. Oh my, my fitness pal. My fitness pal. Everything because none, none of the things I was eating was ever cal- calorically there. <laughs> well, they don't, not, but also, that you can't that, be that, eating takis every day, bitch. That, that, every time you would say, "Oh yeah, I worked out and burned out this many calories," it was like, "Oh now you can eat this much," and that's not how it works. Yeah, that meant you could eat like food, not like takis. Not hot fries. All calories are the same. All calories are calories. Calories are calories. But that's what the tests say. That's what the tests say. Some are empty. Some are not. Some are my summer diamonds. Summer, summer diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, where, where, so where, where are you at on, on your 
accept it. So my nature will, will also your health. Um, I think that I definitely am very optimistic of where my health journey is, and I don't want to cloud it with any expectations. I'm just very excited to just, to just feel very comfortable where I'm at and not have to like feel all the feelings I was feeling probably three or four years ago. Did you feel the type of way in the pandemic about your body? Yeah. I think that's probably when I was feeling most insecure about my body. What about being inside and recording season three of Wait, Don't Do It made you feel insecure about your body? Um, I feel like it was probably not being around people and not feeling like the energies and I'm a Leo, so I definitely vibe with attention. Would you have surgery, Rafi? Yes. No. No. I would even though say, I I just think that surgery and all those kinds of things is, I mean, like I said, I think that if you feel like it's necessary for, like, for weight loss and stuff like that, I can definitely validate those feelings. Just make sure that you go to a facility. Don't, make sure you got the coin to do the full process. Don't half-ass it and try to do that shit at your own place because it's deadly. So I would have to recommend to somebody. Right, K. Michelle. Um, yes, literally. And even Michelle Versace, you know, you it's, it's kind of this thing where you don't really need it, right? It's just, because you get it, and then what? Then what? Then what? Then yeah. you don't deal with the consequences. So. Right, and it's not all what it hypes up to be. And then it just makes you not feel maybe, I think the goal is to feel at home in your body. Mm-hmm. I think the goal is to feel comfortable with who you are authentically, and I think enhancing is fine. Like, it's whatever, if that's what it takes for you to feel comfortable in your body mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be to do something and to not feel that you know mm-hmm. um, um oh my god thank y'all so much for joining for this amazing episode if you want to know where to go for world pride make sure you're following wait don't do it podcast podcast at we don't do a podcast on tiktok and instagram what bars should we be going in three years? Maybe we'll be opening our bar in three years. You know? Oh my uh, god, are you spilling the tea? The weight, the weight, the weight. We call it the weight, like because you have to wait in line. <laughs> period. <laughs> the weight. It's just wait. Period. Wait. Are you gonna wait? <laughs> are you gonna wait? <laughs> <laughs> Copyright, cause they're gonna steal it. Yeah, steal it. girl, with I our branding. Yeah, they're gonna steal it. And you can always follow the Dame in DC. New New Paris, where I feature silver backgrounds, silver backgrounds, and red wigs. Red wigs. Um, thank you all. Season six is turning out to be so lovely having these intimate conversations. And let's keep the conversation going. So make sure you comment on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok yes. and share and even slide in our DMs. We love conversations. Um, yeah. If you're cute. Yeah. You're all cute because you listen to the new Paris. Yeah. Only cute people listen to me. It's true. Yes. Don't, don't, wait, don't do it. Don't do it, Nunu. Espera no lo haga, Rafi. What? Espera no lo haga. Vegas tastes good.